up? It's the rant. My name is Jeff Radcliffe, and it is Tuesday, March 9th. We're officially here, man. Franchise tag deadline. And as of this recording, it's still like about a half hour left, so I'm sure somebody else will be tagged. (laughs) But I do have a majority of the players who are tagged and who aren't going to be tagged. So we're going to break that down for you on the show today. Exciting times. I love this time of year, baby. You know what else I like? Our presenting sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to go check out monkeyknifefight.com. MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps. You don't have to play against sharks. That means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, eSports, and of course, football. MonkeyKnifeFight has it all, and you know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? free $5 game for you just for signing up. Not bad. And if you use the promo code RANT, R-A-N-T, you'll have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up to play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. All right, so here we are. The, we are essentially one week away from NFL free agency, give or take a day, uh, but basically one week away because we have the tampering period. Uh, so we are at the franchise tag deadline. There was some rumblings that it could be moved back uh, because the franchise or the 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 salary cap wasn't actually announced yet. As of right now, we still don't have a final salary cap number, but. Regardless, teams are placing tags. They are informing some players that they aren't going to be tagged. So let's do a quick rundown of the existing tags. Then we'll also give you a rundown of some of the bigger names who are likely, it looks like they're going to hit free agency. So the first tag that we had on the board was Justin Simmons from Denver. That was expected. They tagged him last year two two times in a row. Means that he's going to get paid a reasonable salary. But when it came to it, only one position had a lower tag number than safety, and that's special teams, and it's significantly lower. So e- even tagging him and paying the 20% premium, uh, Denver still makes out here. So they keep Simmons in-house. Uh, we had Taylor Moten, franchise tagged. He is, of course, an offensive tackle for the Carolina Panthers. Moten's pretty good, man. Moten is pretty good. Good pass pro. Really going to help you out there. And if you make a power move at quarterback like a lot of us think they are going to make here uh, for the Carolina Panthers, then you want to be able to protect that quarterback. So they're going to do so here with uh, Taylor Moten uh, you know, in-house. The Jets also franchise tagging a safety in Marcus May coming off a really strong season. Was a former second-rounder. And honestly, the Jets are flush with cash. This makes sense. You know, if you're Robert Sala as well, you you keep one of your really three good pieces. I mean, really, that's all you got. You got Marcus May, you got Quentin Williams, you got Makai Becton. You got to keep Marcus May. So they keep him in-house. Uh, the Giants, the other New York team, also using their franchise tag on Leonard Williams. There is a belief that this is going to uh, be negotiated into a long-term deal. Williams has a uh, a grievance in place with the Players Association. 
He is being labeled as a defensive tackle, not a defensive end. He's trying to get defensive end designation because there is a sizable difference in money there, about $3 million on the tag. Uh, it may ultimately end up being a moot point, though, because, like I said, he very likely could be signed to a long-term deal. So, by the way, the way that works, teams will have between now and July 15th to negotiate a long-term deal with these players. Players could play under the tag. They just have to simply sign. Now, there are a couple things that you can do. Um, you can, A, negotiate a long-term deal, get it done before that point. Could happen with Leonard Williams. It could. Um, we'll see. You could, B, sign the tag, play under the tag. You could, C, sign the tag, get traded, and I'll talk about an example where I think that might happen. And you can, D, hold out, <laughs> which is probably not the optimal approach. So that's what we have there. Uh, the football team franchise tag on Brandon Scherf. Second time they used the tag on him. Uh, keeping him in-house is, is a, a smart move here. They're going to pay him. It'll be $18 million, but uh, not giving him the long-term deal. Tampa Bay using the tag on Chris Godwin, as expected, I think he ultimately does play under this tag as well, which for him, I mean, that would be $16.5 million almost, $16.4 million, which is significantly more than he's made over the course of his career. So it helps him. He's still young. He's going to get a long-term deal. I think this can only help his cause as well, so not a bad move there. Keeps the band together here in Tampa as well. And I think it's good for his short-term outlook. Now, I did get asked about his dynasty outlook because, hey, you got to figure Tom Brady's not going to be there forever. But for Godwin, it's not necessarily the appeal of who he's playing with. The appeal of Godwin for Dynasty is how young he is. You know, this is, he's not, I mean, Kenny Galladay, who I'll talk about in a bit as well, I mean, you're talking about an older player there. You know, he came into the league a little bit older, whereas Godwin came into the league a, a little bit younger. You know, and that's such an advantage for these guys when it comes to making money. I mean, he's 25 years old. He just turned 25 as well. So really, really appealing uh, for dynasty purposes. Cam Robinson getting the tag from the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was a bit of a surprise, but, you know, thinking about it, okay, they have money. The Jags have the most money of anybody to spend. They're going to draft a quarterback. Their offensive line, I mean, is Cam Robinson great? No, but are you going to find anything better in free agency? I don't know. You can definitely draft the position, but... Now this gives you a little bit of a bridge. And again, you're not like absolutely breaking the bank to do this for one year. Allen Robinson, as expected, getting the franchise tag. We totally expected this one. But as I mentioned, there is a tag and trade possibility here. So if he's not extended before July 15th, he can sign that, that franchise tender and then he could potentially be traded. In that instance, if he's traded, he could, you know, he would obviously be negotiating the long-term deal with whoever he's traded to. So that way the Bears would get something out of this uh, if that if that happened. And the final franchise tag that I have on my list here, Marcus Williams. Saints have no freaking money, but they're gonna tag Marcus Williams again. It's a safety though, so the, the tag number's really low. Uh they're not letting him get out of the building. But they do have some. They have some work to do still to get under the cap, man. You got a week. The, the Saints are pulling this like how I used to, you know, pull uh, papers in college. Like I got a week. I'll get it done. 
I mean, seriously, they have a lot of. I mean, they're still at fifty-eight million, almost fifty-nine million over the cap, and they've been they've been making some moves. So anyway, uh, that's where we stand with all that. But as I mentioned, there were some players who will not be tagged. Joe Tooney, uh, one of those players, Patriots not going to tag him for a second year in a row, so he'll hit free agency. Kenny Galladay, surprising actually. I thought that was a tag and trade situation as well. But Kenny Galladay will hit free agency, so that means that all three of the Lions starting wide receivers from last year are going to be free agents. Because Marvin Jones and Danny Amendola, I don't see anything happening between those guys and the team before the fact. Uh, so those guys are out. Chris Carson will not be tagged, though that's not a huge surprise to me, like at all. I honestly think that Chris Carson is, you know, I th- I, I still think he's going to land with the, the the Falcons. So we'll see what happens there. Be a reasonable market for him, but he's definitely secondary to Aaron Jones. It does seem like Aaron Jones. I was going to be the cream of the crop. And as of now, I'm not seeing anything here that there was an outside chance we could see a transition tag for Aaron Jones. That doesn't look likely. Uh, the Packers don't use tags. <laughs> they just don't use tags. They're like the only team who really doesn't want to use them. Uh, but that's where we are with that. Hunter Hendry is not going to be tagged either. He's going to hit free agency, man. Interesting. Can we Can we get... Uh, he's. I, I could see the Jags being a landing spot, but here's the deal. The Chargers don't have anybody existing at the position, right? So if Hunter Henry's gone, does that mean they go like to like a slightly lower level, a guy who you don't have to pay 13, 14 million a year to? Like, I don't know, Gerald Everett? Like, what do you have to pay Gerald Everett? Nine? Something like that. I can't imagine Gerald Everett's going to be out there command asking for, you know, ten plus. I mean, well, <laughs> everything relative when agents are involved. But seriously, I, I mean, he's going to get a lot because he's getting a free agency. I don't even think nine. Man, now I'm looking at it, maybe eight. What does Johnu Smith get? Maybe Johnu Smith nine. Maybe Gerald Everett seven. Yeah, seven seems a little low especially considering Tyler Higby makes over seven. So maybe it is something like seven, five or eight. And then John U. Smith is like eight, five or nine. You can get, I mean, is it's a step down from Hunter Henry. Yeah, a little bit, but still a quality guy who can step in and play. And is basically, they're all basically the same age. I don't know. And that's a pretty desirable job. You know, as for Detroit, by the way, I kind of blew past that, but man, Tyrell Williams and Quintez Cephas are your top two receivers right now. That's ugly. And I know people are like, oh, well, what's wrong with Tyrell Williams? Well, watch the last three years of his career and I'll show you what's wrong. Nothing there, man. Nothing there. Quintez Cephas, nice player. But I mean, he's like a nice three or a four. He was a four last year. Anyway, they got a lot of work to do. So Hunter Handry, uh, not going to be tagged. That was a little bit of a surprise. I thought we could have seen a tag there. Uh, but regardless, uh, those are the biggest moving pieces there. Bud Dupree is the other name that that um, 
uh, isn't going to be tagged, but really doesn't have that much impact on us. Defensive guy. That's a, you know, that could have gone either way. And by the way, because I mean, stating the obvious, because Chris Godwin was tagged, then obviously Shaq Barrett's not going to be tagged. Obviously, Levante David's not going to be tagged. So those guys are out. I uh, did want to talk about the other big news. Uh, dealing with all this stuff, that of course being the contract that Dak Prescott signed, the more I look at it, the crazier this is. So it's a $160 million contract over four years, puts him at 40 per year, which would make him the second highest on, on an annual basis, Patrick Mahomes at 45. However, the the amount of money he's going to be paid this year is just silly. It's $66 million in terms of the signing bonus, which is the biggest ever in league history, plus a $9 million base. So he's fully guaranteed. And the NFL, be careful with that. When when we hear $126 million guaranteed with this contract with no trade clause, it's not fully guaranteed. Aha. I'll explain that in a second. So it's $75 million this year, fully guaranteed. And you might be thinking, well, how in the world can Dallas pull this off? Well, the signing bonus actually gets spread out. That's the whole justification for doing a big signing bonus. That'll get spread out over the duration of the contract against the salary cap. So that's how Dallas can make this work. So it actually is kind of a savvy move to pay him and then to not have it crush your salary cap. So his 2020 salary is $20 million fully guaranteed. So it's $95 million fully guaranteed. That's a record in the NFL. His 2023 base salary is $31 million. It is guaranteed for injury, so it's not fully guaranteed. However, does become fully guaranteed on the fifth, year, fifth day of the 2022 league new year, or league year, that is. So basically, they would have to cut him after one year for it to not become fully guaranteed. So there's like that escalation clause there. Anyway, um, they're not going to cut him after one year and pay him $95 million. <laughs> like they're not doing that. So it's, it's even though it's not fully guaranteed, it's it's as close to fully guaranteed as it gets. Um, he has a $5 million roster bonus due on the fifth day of the 2024 league new year, along with a base salary of $29 million, so basically a $34 million salary for that year, but it's not guaranteed. Neither one of them are guaranteed. So there's avoidable years at the end... Um, but regardless, it, that's just for the team to be able to use uh, the cap space into 2025 and 2026. Smart again. Uh, but regardless, Prescott, Prescott and his team are trying to get it set up so that essentially the franchise tag is going to be applied to him you know, regardless this year. And the, you might think, why? Well, the why is you... Every time you have the franchise tag applied to you, there is escalation. So the first time you have a franchise tag, you are due the average of the top five at the position against the salary cap over the last five years, right? Um, the second time you have it applied, it's either that number or 20% higher than last year's you know, last year's salary. Well, in this case, that um, you know, it's almost always going to be more. Now the next time the tag is applied, it's not three years in a row. It's just the third time. It's forty. It's a 44% pay hike, which ends up being a lot of stinking money. You know, if you're, if you're talking almost 50% more, say he makes $35 million, I mean, you're talking like, like over $50 million. So they, it's in their interest 
so that they don't get tagged again after this because Prescott can still like the way that this is set up he's going to get paid again like this is a really sharp contract for him and his team and now looking back a lot of people thought it was silly he didn't take the contract last year he's looking like he's coming out smelling like roses and on top of that think about it you're playing with that fleet of receivers you have Amari Cooper CeeDee Lamb Michael Gallup Michael Gallup is your third best receiver that is a phenomenal situation you have a backfield with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard so you got the upside in Pollard and you got the you know true like like uh early down almost quasi bell cow although he's getting a little bit older in Ezekiel Elliott and let's not forget Elliott by the way may benefit the most not financially but on the field Elliott was the number three fantasy running back over the first month of the 2020 season we forget about it because it was easy to forget after what happened the remaining three months of the year but he was really good He's probably going to be a second-round pick in in redraft leagues this year, too, because people aren't going to want to take him. So that's not bad there at all. The other thing about this that's important, we don't have a TV deal done yet, but Adam Schefter mentioned on Twitter today that uh, basically from a league source, it's Jerry Jones tipping off that the TV deal is coming. Bill Polian said basically as much on SiriusXM NFL Radio yesterday as well. So expect that all to happen here soon if it doesn't happen by the time you listen to this podcast. Uh, So guess what? Franchise tags out of the way. We're now marching towards free agency. We have some rookie stuff coming up as well. But in the meantime, here's what you can do for me. We have a free agent tracker over at ftnfantasy.com. If you want to stay up to speed with everything that's going on, all you do, go to ftnfantasy.com, click on the free agency Uh, tab in the navigation menu, and boom, there you are. You also have my top 100 free agents that we're updating as these guys are signed, and I'm giving you like little bits of insight on each of these guys as well. So go check that out. It's all free, man. Don't forget also to check out Brad Evans' March Madness Guide, which you can get over at ftnfantasy.com. I'm doing, I'm getting that bad boy, and I'm going to hopefully maybe do okay in my, in my darn brackets. Hopefully, hopefully. Anyway, go check that out. Uh, one other quick note as I'm signing off here, Schefter just said that the Titans aren't signing John or aren't tagging Jonu Smith. So as I expected, he's going to be a free agent like I just talked about. So it's official now. Anyway, uh, at Jeff Rackliff on Twitter, at Jeff Rackliff on Instagram, use the hashtag Rap Hack that we know you're a listener of the show. And do me a favor, keep reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. It's really easy to do. Open up on your iPhone, the Apple Podcast app. Go to my podcast, The Rant with Jeff Ratcliffe. Scroll to the bottom, click the stars. That's it. All right, I'll be back later in the week to kind of unpack everything that's unfolding here. And again, we're going to talk some rookies pretty soon here on the show. I will catch you on the flip side for another edition of the pod. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.